All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and all thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth through all generations. Psalm 145, 10-13 You are listening to My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Hello and welcome to episode uh, 16, episode 16 of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. I cannot believe we are almost finished with season two. Um, co-host Kennedy, how are you feeling about, not just how are you feeling, but how are you feeling about us coming to the end of season two already? You know, I was thinking about it today while I was sending out some of the, uh, some of the podcasts to some individuals. And um, it's unbelievable. It's really, really unbelievable. First of all, the time is, ba- is flying by to so start So quickly, up. yeah. Yeah. Um, and then being able to accomplish what we have accomplished. Um, and this, ex- this shows God, this shows what God has given to us, the ability, create, creative abilities. Mm-hmm. Actually show, because remember, you start from nothing. Yeah. We didn't have anything before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an idea. Shared the ideas, and then here, here, here we have the fruitfulness. As when so many says, "Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth." That's exactly what we are doing now. And Fantastic. so, is unreal. It's, yeah. it's literally unreal. No, it's really good. I remember I did a I did a, a masterclass recently, um, and one of the things that I was saying to um, to these business owners were the very fact you need to understand that you were created to create. Yes. And the very fact that you were able to conceptualize an idea means that you have the tools within you to to bring that idea into reality yes because you were created by a creator to create yes and so it's it's part of who we are and i think you're absolutely right the fact that you know in we talked about this very early on in season one about the idea of this thing yes which would have been now i don't know maybe three years ago now um or four years ago the idea started right and right. and here we are in season two. And we, you know, season one, we just did audio. Uh, season two, we're now on YouTube. So we've got um, audio podcasts and on YouTube, which is fantastic. And we actually are. What I love about what we're doing is that we are continually taking a step up. So season three, I mean, it's going to be a whole lot of brand new stuff um, in season three, and we're we're looking forward to being able to share that with you. Um, soon. So uh, I want us to get right into the topic because I don't want us to lose momentum about the topic that we've been talking about. We are looking at God's University and the Wilderness Part 2. Last week, we talked about the truth about the wilderness. And I think the biggest thing that stood out for me was understanding the difference between facts about the wilderness and the truth about the wilderness and our perspective and how just the way we view that our perspective on that shifts the entire experience of the wilderness. Um, and I'm reminded of, you know, <clears throat> Daniel and his three friends. What book is that in the Bible? Because I can't remember. Daniel. Daniel. Obviously, Daniel, Daniel chapter, is a book, a book Daniel called Daniel. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in the book of Daniel. And, um, you know, I would encourage you 
as if you want a good visual image yes. of the wilderness and of what it means to understand or see the truth about the wilderness, read those stories again. Yes. Daniel 3 and Daniel it, 5. Daniel yeah. chapter 3 and Daniel chapter 5, yes. There you go. Daniel chapter 3 and Daniel chapter 5. So today, um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about the purposes and the benefits of the wilderness. Now, this has been a burning question I have had. And so I want to kick us off with this question. Last week, I I, I hinted at this question, um, but I wanted to skip it for this week. You would said last week that um, you said that, you know, we have no choice but to go through the wilderness. And my instant question, and I'm asking you this now, and now you can answer. My instant question is, but why? Why do we have to go through it? What's the point? What is God's plan and purpose for us in the wilderness? I would like to, I'd like to reverse the question. Why not? Because it's, because it's painful. It's painful. <laughs> Because, again, if you're looking at it, and I get it, if you're looking at it from the facts, so the person that's looking at it from the point of view of the facts, yes. you mentioned it, it's it's cold at night, it's hot in the day, there's animals, there's reptiles, there's no water, there's, it's, it's not, it doesn't appear to be a pleasant place to be. So, you know, out of everything that God could allow us to go through, why this? What is that? Uh, first Corinthians, you can look at first Corinthians chapter one and verse 27. Uh, Paul the Bible today. So yeah. first Corinthians 127. Uh, it's fascinating. First Corinthians uh-huh. chapter one, verse 27. He says, Go ahead and read it first. Read, read verse 27, please. So I'm reading from, oh, apparently I'm reading from the NIV. Um, yes. but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. Okay. So when you look at the wilderness, our concept and our understanding of the wilderness is a negative one. Yeah. So it's a place we should, we don't want to go. We do, just don't want to be there because of the facts that is associated with it. Mm-hmm. When, when you look at slavery, uh, something that we hate and that we don't, we don't like, and mm-hmm. that we wish that it wasn't a part of our lives. Um, and everybody preferred to have slaves than to be slaves. <clears throat> but, but we have to become slaves. Uh, Romans, Romans 6 and verse 16 says, Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. So that's another negative thing that we conceptualize from from a fact standpoint from a reality standpoint we don't want a part of it but god is saying no you, you have to be when you look at the cross the cross is despicable the cross was for the lowest round of the social ladder mm-hmm. and god is say god has taken that which is man has looked down upon that man had wanted no part to do of now and we look up to the cross and there's a value now in the cross so God takes the foolishness of this world to confound the wise. So when you begin to understand it now from a spiritual standpoint, when you begin to understand it from the truth, now we realize that God is using this now for our benefit. 
Because remember, he says that all things work together for those for a good to those that love him and those that are called according to his purpose. So when God, therefore, uses the wilderness seas in our lives, it is designed, therefore, for our benefit. Let me, I'm going to jump in. I understand that part. Mm -hmm. I understand the part just before. There's something that you've just mentioned that I need a lot of clarity on. Okay. You just talked about slavery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And there's a scripture that you've quoted here. Uh-huh. Okay. What are you trying to say here as it relates to, let's call it African slavery? Because I'm presuming that's the one you're speaking about. Ah, see, that's, and therein lies a problem. What we have to understand is that slavery was not just restricted to, to, to Blacks. I get that, We got yeah. the worst of it. We got the worst of it. But yeah. every nation at some point in time were slaves. So what yeah. God is saying is that, I, and, and by the way, when it comes to slavery and from, from a spiritual standpoint, there are only two masters we have. The only two masters we have is God and the enemy, which is the devil. And we have to make a choice as to whose slave we are. If we become slaves of God, then God treats us with dignity. He sets us free and he, 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 he makes us a part of his entire process. The enemy, however, oppresses, suppresses and destroys us as slaves. So what? So when, the, when in, in this Romans 6, 16, when it says, do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to you obey? Um, is that in reference to man's structure of, of, of slavery, or is that in relation to God's structure? God's structure. God's structure. Because remember, he says, um, who, who you yield yourself servants to obey, ye servants, yeah. If, so notice the two choices. It is either death or righteousness. Death or life. And the only people that can give us death and life uh, is God and, well, it was only God, period. But if we submit ourselves to, to the enemy, then we're going to die in the process. Right. If we submit ourselves to God, we're going to live. So right. he has taken that which man despises and uses it for our advantage. Because mm -hmm. the truth is that we are slaves. You can't, you can't avoid the concept of slavery. It's either you're a slave of God or you're a slave of the devil. Mm -hmm. So you I, get I get that. I get that 100%. Yeah, yeah, I get that 100%. And I just wanted us to, to I'm glad you did. I'm glad you did. That area. That's the first thing that our minds go to. The same thing with the wilderness. Mm -hmm. The same thing when it comes to the cross. Our minds go to that which is negative. We see it destructive. And so God, what God has done, he has taken and all these things and he has, he has taken them to another level. He has elevated them. Mm. Okay, brilliant. Okay, so let's get back on track um, with the topic at hand, which is uh, the, the purposes and benefits of uh, the wilderness. So talk to us a bit more again about the, about the purposes of the wilderness. What is God's plan there? Okay, um, there's several reasons, there's several purposes for the wilderness. Um, wilderness is, it's just like man's university has several purposes, so does God. And like we said, they, that's where they copied it from. But one of the things you have to keep in mind when we talk about the purposes is that we were designed for worship. And we were mm. designed by God to worship 24, um, six, seven. So we're either worshiping God or we're worshiping the devil. Mm. 
Um, if you choose to worship man or any man-made um, product, you have chosen the devil. That is why Jesus said, you are your father, the devil, um, who is a liar from the beginning in John chapter 8 and verse uh, 44. So the wilderness then purposes. The wilderness is, per is personal. Um, this is what God is really after. He wants, he literally wants to have a face-to-face -face talk uh, with us. He wants for us and him to have a personal um, um, connection. The, the prophet Ezekiel puts it this way in, in Ezekiel 20 and verse 35. He says, and I will bring you into the wilderness of the people, and there will I plead with you face to face. So he wants us to be on the same page with him. Apparently, being, not being in a wilderness, he normally doesn't have our attention, our full attention. When we get in the wilderness, that's one of the areas we can have our full, um, our full attention. So in the everyday hustle and bustle of life, um, God gets lost in the, in the shuffle. And sh so consequently, so as a result of that, then he has to arrest us uh, by taking us to his university to get our attention so that he can talk to us face to face. Look, here's what verse 36 says of Ezekiel chapter 20. He says, like, as I pleaded with your fathers in the wilderness of the land of Egypt, so will I plead with you, said the Lord. So to me, this is very intense. Um, he wants so badly to have our attention. God is willing to beg and plead with us. So the blessed place to accomplish this for God is in the wilderness. So I've got a question for you. Sure. I don't know if this relates or it doesn't relate. Sure. You said that one of the purposes here is, is God wants to spend time with us, right? Mm -hmm. He wants to be in fellowship with us. As you were speaking, what I thought back to was the Garden of Eden before the fall, that God will walk with them in the cool of the day. They obviously mm -hmm. had a great relationship. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Now, in my opinion and understanding of the wilderness, before the serpent, before all of that part, they weren't in, an, in a wilderness experience, were they? No. No, they were not. in they were in a paradise a canaan experience yes, yes. yes. right okay yes. so talk to me about how does that correlate with the wilderness which which obviously is the opposite of the garden of eden um yes. and you know why okay we know why it was before the fall that god was able yes. to communicate with us in that way is that the difference? And is it that because of sin, we have he has to get close to us in this way because we're not yet back in the Garden of Eden? If that does that, does my question make sense? Yes. No, no, perfect sense. It fits in beautifully with what we're talking about. Because remember, the moment that they sinned, they were running from God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. God so they were, from the time they sinned, they were in a wilderness experience. Yeah. And notice that God went after them. Yeah. Yeah. And talked to them face to face. Mm. So that's what God wants of us and from us is that he, wanted he wants to communicate with us face to face. God allowed his son to die. He loves us so much. He allowed his son to die so that he can have face to face communication with us. Oh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that's fantastic. I mean, yeah, as, as you were speaking, I'm thinking, you know, what's the difference, the difference between the Garden of Eden and God's fellowship with us there yeah. and God's fellowship with us here? Yeah. Uh, and the only difference is sin. 
so 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 un understand therefore then remember we said that life is about about worship um mm. and it's a worship of the creator of the universe so the first part of our worship is personal uh, that is mm. face to face and then corporate remember the reason why god um, um told pharaoh to let his people go mm -hmm. in exodus chapter 3 and verse 18 the message bible says believe me they will listen to you then you and the leaders of Israel would go to the king of Egypt and say to him, God, the God of the Hebrews, has met with us. Let us take three days journey into the wilderness where we will worship God, our God. Mm, mm. So, so the objective of one of the main objectives of and one of the main purposes of the wilderness is worship. Yeah. The worship is, is first of all, a face to face. Yeah. With God. Yeah. It's not that God can't worship with us anywhere, um, but most of the times we are distracted. Mm. So yeah, we could go, we could worship God without without the wilderness. But the the, the big difference was uh, this was a command from the heavenly Father. He asked them to come into the wilderness in order to worship. Right. So benefits, uh -huh. benefits of the wilderness. What can we say about that? All right. Uh, when it comes to, to, to the wilderness um, experience and in terms of its benefits, uh, there, there are many of them. Um, just like man's university, there's a time to go in mm -hmm. and there's a time to come out. Mm -hmm. So God also has a time for us to go in to our, our wildernesses and he also has a time for us to come out. When mm -hmm. you look at the children of Israel um, in, in, in the book of Acts, Acts 6, 7 and verse 6, it says, but God spoke in this way that his descendants would dwell in a foreign land and they would be they would, sorry and they would bring them into the into bondage and oppress them for 400 years. Mm. Mm. Here's what we need to understand though about our wildernesses. Uh, um, since we all are different, the wilderness experience is, is tailor-made for each of us. So right. there's a time for us to go in and there's a time for us to come out. Most of us, when we're in the wilderness, want to come out. Mm. And whenever we think we're ready to come out, we, we are not ready. Yeah. Because we don't understand the magnitude. We don't understand how grand, what is it God wants us to do is beyond our what we have ever done before. And mm -hmm. we can't accomplish it without his help. And just like what we need him in the wilderness in order to be, to be successful in the wilderness, we need him when we get out because the task that is before us is bigger than us. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like, I feel like in, in, as you said, if we're ready, if we're, if we're asking to come out, then we haven't, we're not ready to come out. No. And I feel like every wilderness experience, one of the benefits is that it strengthens us. I feel like with the amount, you know, I come back to my, to my example of, of Daniel and his three friends, um, that even though they, they, they obviously had strong faith, strong yep. belief in God, their faith must have grown even stronger after the experiences that they've had. Of course. You know, course. imagine being in a situation that was set to kill you and, and you just come up untouched, unharmed, you know? And I feel like, like it's, it's, as you said, building us up. And if, if you guys have been listening to our, to our podcast, you will know that we've talked about the kingdom of God. And actually in the last episode, so last week, this week, 
I, a lot of the things that you've been saying has reminded me of the things we spoke about when we talked about the kingdom of God. Perfect. And I think if we put those two parts together uh-huh. and we understand that, you know what, I am, the kingdom of God is here, it's present. I need to live it out here, but I also need to, so I need that, that preparation. I need to build my character. I need to build my faith in God. And the only way to do that is through the wilderness. But also, as you said, prepare me for the manifestation, the full manifestation of the kingdom of God. Um, Very good. One of the things that I'm always encouraged by or remembering whenever I'm going through any situation is that actually my life here on earth right now is just the smallest part of what God has for me. Yes. Because there's the rest of eternity, right? Um, and again, it's it's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Because in the wilderness, your faith is multiplied. It's literally multiplied. Not mm-hmm. only not only do you benefit, but you notice also when you use the example of of Nebuchadnezzar, um, Nebuchadnezzar's Nebuchadnezzar wanted to know God, and one of the reasons why I believe that the children of Israel went down into Egypt, into Babylon was so that he could be saved. And I believe that he is he's literally going to be saved um, because of the experience that he had um, with the three those three Hebrew boys. Not only were they affected, but because remember, you have other people in the wilderness with us as well that are also affected how we go about handling our yeah. experiences. Yeah. Has, has an impact also on others. Yeah, here's another here's another benefit of, of the, 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 um, the wilderness, the miracles in the wilderness. So the wilderness is designed for the miraculous. Yeah. Um, thus, you will only come out after you have experienced your miracles. Mm. Acts 7 and verse 36 says, He brought them out after they had showed wonders and signs in the land of Egypt and in the Red Sea and in the wilderness 40 years. So part and parcel of being in the wilderness is seeing God at work, seeing what God can accomplish um, in our lives. Mm. This has been very, very encouraging, just going deep into the wilderness, understanding God's university from that perspective, going deep into it has been very, very beneficial for me. Um, You know, let us know in the comments below. Are you convinced? Are you convinced that the wilderness (laughs) is indeed the best place to be on earth? We would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, and, And, oh, there we go. Um, Kennedy has a book on God's University. So that's God Universe, God's University, the school everyone must attend, um, is available. So I'm yes. presuming we're going to put the link to that book in the yes. description so you can get your copy of that book. So if they're not convinced, especially if they're not convinced, and even if right. you are, there's a, there's a lot more. What I took. What we did on the podcast could not be covered in the time period that we had. Yeah. So that's why I have um, I've written the book. Um, God's University is a school to which every human being on the face of the earth must attend. You have wow. to, you don't have a choice. So be ready and be equipped to do it. You can purchase a copy of the book. Perfect, fantastic. Um, yeah, but let us know. Let us know in the comments, you know, what are your thoughts now on the wilderness? How are you feeling about the wilderness? Better yet, come along to our live Q&A session and ask your questions, share your thoughts there. You know, this is your opportunity to be co-hosts with us on the podcast and have conversation with us. This is just uh, an opportunity for us to 
have conversations with you, our friends, our listeners, and to talk about stuff, ask questions, ask the hard questions. I always say I love it when Kennedy gets hit with some <laughs> some hard questions. He always jokes that it's coming back to me. It is not. <laughs> We're putting Kennedy in the hot seat. Uh, but yes, please join us. Click the link um, so that you can register for this free event. Um, as always, we need to know where we are sending this information. So do sign up for that and you'll get all the information you need in your inbox. Um, Kennedy, any final closing words on uh, not Gauze University in particular, not the topic, but on, on, on these last couple of episodes where we've dived deep into the wilderness? What is something you want to leave our listeners with? That we need to, to see it from God's perspective, to see the wilderness from God's perspective rather than from a human perspective. If we do, we're going to lose heart. If we see it from God's perspective and see the, the amount of benefits and the purposes for which um, he, has, he has allowed us, he has taken us into those wildernesses, then our, our perspective on the, in the wilderness is definitely going to change. And we'd, we'd be better able and equipped, therefore, to handle the struggles of life so that our focus no longer becomes the struggles themselves, the problems that we're experiencing, but our focus becomes God. And now he begins to multiply our faith so we can handle whatever uh, the enemy throws at us with the help of the Holy Spirit, of course. Amen. So next week, we have our very last um, topic on this on this season two, part two of God's University. We're going to be talking about the qualifications for God's University. And then we're going to have um, a very quick recap of what we've spoken about this whole season. So join us. Join us next week. Um, as we delve into this topic again. So um, yes, join us uh, next week. We have our final uh, topic on this part two of season two, where uh, we're going to be talking about biblical students and the qualifications for God's university. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up uh, this, this, this series um, next week. So you don't want to miss that. We're going to do a quick recap in the following episode and then um, we're, we're going to be sharing uh, the recording from our live Q&A. So as I said before, you want to be there. You don't want to miss it. And as we are talking about in the beginning, just like that, we're coming to the end of season two. Um, we, are, we are grateful uh, for the opportunity to be able to do this and to, um, to speak to you guys and to share, um, you know, our hearts around these, these topics. As I said in the beginning of this, God's University was not something I'd ever heard about before. Um, so I, I hope that this is something that you've all found useful. Join us next week for the last installment, if you like, of, of God's University. Um, and yes, be sure to click the link to sign up to the, uh, sign up to the, the live Q&A session. Uh, Kennedy, I will close us off here. Uh, I'm going to let you close us off this time. I always close us off. So there you go. You close us off this time. Yeah, we, we want to thank our listeners. We're always happy for those individuals continuing to, to subscribe, to like. Um, and uh, there's another, yeah, subscribe. Um, so that uh, these podcasts could continue coming to you. We appreciate your input. We appreciate you being a part of our um, audience. And we look forward to season three we're already beginning to prepare for season three and so we look forward to continuing being a part 
of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. God bless you.